0: I'm Andy, this is Who Positive, welcome to episode 51. I've been excited to talk about something for a long time now. And that's The Twelfth Doctor and how I can see in Peter Capaldi's portrayal of The Doctor elements of all the people that have played The Doctor previously. And I'm finally up to The Twelfth Doctor in my rewatch. I've watched Deep Breath and Into the Dalek recently. And I am pleased to say that I think I have noticed a couple of examples of this that I can, that I can tell you about. In Deep Breath, the only thing that I noticed was the way that he says is it the doctor and it just sounded so tom baker to me his intonation when he says that it just feels like number four um and then in into the doctor the swagger that he has is very much sixth doctor the overconfidence the the not caring too much about the people's feelings around him i felt like that was really the sixth doctor And a little bit of the First Doctor scooped up the top bit of that soup and said he's right here if you'd like to say a few words. That was hilarious and callous, just like I feel like the Sixth Doctor would have been. Also, the violence in that episode felt really ramped up, so it kind of felt like a Sixth Doctor episode to me. Uh, The thing about the Twelfth Doctor also is I feel that he got the arc that the Sixth Doctor was meant to have. John Nathan Turner, who was the showrunner during the Sixth Doctor's tenure has said many times that the arc that the Sixth Doctor was going to take was going to be something like he was going to start off really rough around the edges, and then by the end he was going to be a different kind of Doctor. He never finished baking from his regeneration, sort of. In an interview on one of the Big Finish audios, Nicola Bryant, who played Perry, the Sixth Doctor's companion, mentioned that in the next series of the Sixth Doctor's adventures, Perry was going to become like the Doctor's caretaker, because he was uh, kind of an ailing, like, not mentally altogether doctor. He was a doctor that wasn't able to care about people as much at first, and Perry was supposed to help him through that. Well, in Into the Dalek, Clara straight out says, I'm his carer, which rings a lot to me, similar to what Nicola Bryant had said Perry's role with the sixth doctor would be and i do see some similarities between perry and clara i, I just just a little bit um you know they're sharp their their they're bubbliness that kind of thing i believe only peter capaldi could have brought that much knowledge of what had come before him to the show because he was a big fan himself i think that he purposely made choices on how to play the doctor in ways that reflected actors and doctors that had come before him um, and I'm going to point out more of those uh, examples as I go through the 12th Doctor's time. I think that he got the arc that we should have seen with the 6th Doctor. I don't think that the audience at the time was patient enough with Peter Capaldi's Doctor. I think that some people left the series with Peter Capaldi and didn't give him enough time to groan to the Doctor that we saw in Peter Capaldi's last series, the 10th series, which is one of my favorite series of Doctor Whoever, I think. We definitely see that arc with the 12th Doctor. I think we would have seen it in the 6th Doctor if the 6th Doctor would have gotten to it. And I'm going to tell you more about times that I think 12 behaves like other Doctors. COVID time and distractions. You know, with this COVID stuff going on right now, it is more important than ever to distract yourself with positive things, or at least. It is more important than ever that I distract myself with positive things. When I find my mind kind of being pulled to a negative place, or even into kind of just a languorousness, I try to... Focus on some things that I've wanted to do for a long time. Things like clean my upstairs room, little things even like do the dishes today, jump rope for a while. Just anything that I can grab onto real quick and do something for 10 minutes to just distract myself a little bit physically helps me a lot. Doing something is one thing I would recommend. If you find yourself in a moment where you're just down and just trying to pull yourself out of that downness but having a hard time doing it, I recommend do something physical pick up five things in a room and then maybe if you have the motivation pick up five more think about something that you haven't done for a while or something that you've wanted to do and and go for it take a walk jump rope just do anything active anything that that'll get your brain churning And there's so many great television shows and it's such a great time to catch up on content if you want uh television show recommendations i i've got them i'm watching ozark season three right now and i'm loving ozark i'm rewatching doctor who i am currently watching the animated reconstruction of the faceless ones a second Doctor's story that i've of course never seen because it was completely lost and that's a lot of fun and i'll talk about that more next episode books books are great i'm almost finished with a couple of books one of them is a star wars book that i'm really enjoying it's a Han solo lando calrician book called last shot i'm also reading uh night films by marisha Pessel, and that's Really really good mystery usually isn't my genre, but I'm very much enjoying night film um, I'm up to I'm up to parasite for the Virgin New Adventures of Doctor Who with the seventh Doctor. Bernice and Ace. I'm a big fan of the Bernice Summers character, and I actually really like the edginess that the books brought to Ace, so I'm really enjoying the book, and I'll talk about that more once I get there. Bottom line, I really think it's important to stay distracted and keep your mind on positive things during this time, this struggling through COVID. I know some days it can seem really dark, and I know that our lives have changed in directions that don't feel to be bringing a lot of positivity in. But it's up to us to bring that positivity into into our lives. If you need light, if you need something positive, try to look forward to something. Maybe not something big like a trip or anything like that. Maybe you can just look forward to, like, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I'm going to try a uh, virtual... Whistle Binky's Mystery Beer Night on uh, Zoom. I'm looking forward to watching shows with a friend again tonight or maybe tomorrow night. We're watching Westworld Series 3, and that is going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to – I'm going to try running a uh, campaign of something on uh, Roll20. I'm looking forward to learning about Roll20 and trying something new. In fact, I might try running Kids on Bikes, which is a game I've never played, just so I can bring a whole bunch of newness to the whole thing. So those are the things that I'm kind of looking forward to. I hope you all have things to look forward to. I hope that even in this dark time, you have bright spots in every single day. And if you don't, try moving around. Try going for a walk. When you feel kind of dark thoughts or down thoughts kind of pulling you down, try, try a little activity. Try think of things that you haven't done. Like maybe do the dishes. Maybe do a load of laundry. Just anything that feels productive. And hopefully that'll help. It helps me. It helps me more than I almost can say sometimes because... It just distracts me. It just gets my mind off of it. And that is one of the key ways that we can get through hard times is just through distraction. And um, I also do daily gratitudes. I think about things I'm grateful for. think of things I'm looking forward to. doesn't have to be big stuff. Fan communities. I joined another Doctor Who fan community. It was a Facebook group, something like Doctor Who for people who really like the show or something like that. And I... Was in it for a little while. I posted stuff a little bit and I was thinking, oh, this is is nice. This is actually a group that's really positive and has come together to talk about why they like Doctor Who. And I enjoyed it for a little bit. I enjoyed the posts. But all it took was one person responding to a comment of mine that I felt like, hey, that's super uncool. I thought we were all here to like the show. I also felt like it was sort of an attacking kind of thing, kind of kind of calling me stupid. And I was like, you know what? I don't have time for this. You know, I am living through COVID times. I don't need to be in a place with toxic folks that are going to take me down. So I left. And it just got me thinking again about fan communities and about trying to find a fan community or build a fan community of people that appreciate the things that you appreciate, but also kind of in the way that you want to appreciate them. There are people all over the place that love the stuff that we love. It's not always easy necessarily to find people that we really click with, but I hold out hope that one day I'm gonna find a group of fans that I really click with and that enjoy talking about Doctor Who in terms of what we love about it. And if we ever have a disagreement, we come from a place of curiosity, not a place of you're dumb, but a place of, oh, that's interesting. I Tell me why Horns of the nymon is your favorite episode of Doctor Who, or uh, tell me why the first Doctor is your favorite Doctor. You know, that kind of stuff where it comes from a place of curiosity where you're really and truly interested in where this other person is coming from instead of thinking something like Horns of the nymon is undeniably the worst episode of doctor who why would you think that that is dumb coming from that negative place it just doesn't help and it's not fun and it's not what i look for in a fan community so i'll keep looking for fan communities i'll keep uh chatting with people every once in a while online and we'll see where that goes that's all i've got for this time next time i'll be talking about faceless ones for sure i've been andy this has been who positive thank you for listening